Now, uh, I got to bring it back to DDP because when you and I first met, we had our first episode on my podcast, The Chosen Life. It was back in early 2022. And one of the first things I said, you know, you know, probably they, they talked a lot about this in rehab is the idea of manifestation, you know, looking forward to the life you want to live, picturing it and making it happen. And the one thing I manifested for you and, you know, I didn't realize at the time that change or die was coming. I said to you, you know, Mark buff, I could see you and DDP and you guys are going to be going places together. And that's what I, that was my one wish for you. And my, my, my dream for 2022 came true because DDP has really come through in spades. Now you guys have a long history together. I mean, him coming as a rookie, I believe you were his first match. You guys kept that friendship throughout. Tell me, you know, sitting here today, what his friendship and brotherhood means to you. Man, Dallas, uh, let's talk about the timeline for a minute. I mean, you got to realize I've known Dallas my whole career for 34 years. I've known Diamond Dallas Page, you know, and we are we are 14 years apart. Um, Dallas is 66 now and I'm 52 and he don't he's not he's not afraid to tell his age because he looks unbelievable and he's healthier than me brother and i mean bang he is he's just unbelievable he's yoga yoga works that's yoga bro he don't like the yoga word but it's it's his ddpy but still it is yoga but he, he hates he hates that word but he loves ddp correct ddpy yes ddpy he just loves that so i get it but um but yes he um you know, he's just done so well for his stuff. It's just, he's just a powerhouse. I mean, I was talking to him one day when I went to work out of his house and I said, bro, do you know that you have made it? And I, I'm trying to think, was it three? I think it was just two. I, I want to say three. I may think of it in a minute, but even two, he's made, he's become a millionaire in two things. And in both of them, he was told he wasn't going to make it. He was too old to be a wrestler and he wasn't good enough. He was told repeatedly and over and over and over. And he was told me and Lex and more, a lot more Lex than me. And I'm sorry, Lex, I got to tell the truth. Lex is such a wonderful human and, and he was then and he is now, but he was a little more aggressive back then. And he would say, I mean, he just, we would just, we would kind of laugh at Dallas coming out with his little yoga back then. It was yoga, his yoga mat. And we were like, and Lex would be like, what are you doing, you idiot? That don't work. And now look at us, me and Lex are all beat the hell up. And I'm on a, I'm on a cane. I graduated from a crutch to a cane. And, um, and Lex, you know, Lex is, Lex is probably healthier than I am. And, um, and, and Dallas could do a handstand right here. You know, I mean, he's he's a walking science. You know, he really is. Dallas could and take got, out any 20-year-old right now. Let's be honest. Uh, like, he's in amazing no shape. Doubt. No doubt. And so our timeline is he was up against me. He was up against me for rookie of the year, bro. Of the year. Uh, and keep in mind, I don't really know no Dallas. I'm like, there ain't no way I'm letting this older dude beat me at rookie of the year. I can't. So, you know, it got a little serious between us because it had to. And I was like, look, bro, I said, you know, this is this is going to be game on here. I can't 
I can't help. I can't, you know, worry about you right now. I gotta, I gotta worry about me. And it's, it, and it's, it's serious here. So he actually won the PWI rookie of the year, which the big stink back then was, well, the PWI is the, that's the shoot rookie of the year. And I was like, bull crap. I won the WCW rookie of the year. That's the one that's on TV. That's the one that comes with a big plaque. That's the one I won. <laughs> so I won the big one, I think. So anyway, so yeah, fast forward, you know, 34 years later, me and Dallas are still speaking. We're still great friends. And that is mainly to do with Dallas being who he is, you know, um, just, so you guys kept in touch throughout, like even after yeah. he hung it up and you hung it up, you guys still kept it. Cause you guys are also, you're not neighbors, but you're very close to each other. You live in the same neck of the woods, right? Yeah. Yes. We live, even when I'm home at my house, we live 30 minutes apart, you know? So, you know, Steiner boys are 15 minutes from me and he's probably 30. So Georgia yeah, is so a wrestling hotbed folks. It is man. It's crazy. And, and you know what, really, these ain't guys that moved here. These are guys that were from here mm -hmm. in Atlanta. And when, you know, when Turner brought us, when Turner came up. So it was just really good all around. It was a great, a great friendship and one that Dallas really had to keep together at toward the end. And then that started us all off again. And, and Steve was involved too. I think Dallas probably had gave up on me a little bit. Um, but, you know, still loved me and everything, but just maybe just thought, you know, Bagel's gone. I can't, I can't save him, you know? And then the combination of Steve and Dallas is what really got me. And, and thank God for both of them, but I just love them both. And we're super great friends and, you know, just the whole thing. I'm just, I'm just loving everything that I've got coming at me and just, I got nothing but just thanks to give to everybody that's helped me. And that's Jonna and God, it's, 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 it's a lot of people, but Jonna, Dallas, Steve, are the three three main and then Dallas's team and is just like unbelievable. That's beautiful. And it's so nice to, yeah. to have a lifelong friendship like that and everything he's done for you. And you know, you, you look at a person like Dallas and you know he, he can rest on his laurels and rest on, on money and he can, you know, go retire and go live in Tahiti if he wants. And he's still going and helping people and he's giving back to the profession. And look what he did with Jake and look what he did with Scott at the time, Scott Hall and yourself. Like it's amazing the wonders that this man does and the charisma he has. And clearly it works because as much as you may, may feel that he was frustrated at times with you, he was still there. And even you talk to me off air, you're in Alaska. Who's there picking you up in Alaska? From an AA meeting. He picked me up from an AA meeting. I got my 30th chip, my 30 day chip in Anchorage, Alaska. Mark Bagwell and DDP end up in Anchorage, Alaska. Like, go figure. We're at, out of all the places in the world. At an AA meeting, bro. What's the odds? And then... As I'm going to get a shirt that says, you can't make it up. No. That's my thing, bro. I've been saying it for years, but I never got a t-shirt like it. I'm telling you, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, you can't make this up. And you know where people started waking up, Mark? All of a sudden, the wrestling fans... The sports fans and the non-sports fans were blowing up my phone over the last two weeks because they're saying to me, Mark Bagwell's on CVV, Chris Van Vliet. Oh, wow. Did you see him on Chris? He looks amazing. Oh, boy. And people were losing their minds. Chris did an excellent job. Maybe not as great as me. No, just kidding, Chris. But in all seriousness, 
Chris, really, uh, you guys had a good sit down together. It's not the first time you've been interviewed by him, but you know what? I think he did a stellar job. Tell me, how was the connection there made? Did Chris reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? How did that go? Because it came out stellar, Mark. It was a beautiful interview. Thank you. Uh, he, um, um, uh, that came through the MCW thing. Uh, the same time the MCW happened, uh, Chris, like, called up. And, and, you know, and Steve don't really sell uh, things. It's not because he's not, you don't think it's cool. It's just kind of hard to read him on when things are happening. So this Chris, Chris, Chris Von Bleak, you know, the, call it the Chris Von Bleak, because he's a, he's a big deal, bro. And yeah, he's up there. And I was like, I mean, he, he interviewed George Clooney, The Rock, Julia Roberts, uh, a week before I did, where he did me. Pretty good he company. Flew, yeah, he flew from L.A. to me, to Atlanta, and I was like, what in the heck is going on? So, right, it was different. He was able to talk about my recovery and sobriety, and that's something that Clooney, thank God, he don't have to talk about right now or ever, and Julie Roberts, never, or not right now, and, you know, and The Rock either, you know, so it was a different, it was a different view from a, from a, from a star, and um, so it was, I think it was really good. I, I really love Chris Van Vliet. I mean, he's, I think he's just phenomenal. I didn't like me in the interview um, as much as everybody else. You're did. so hard on yourself. This is, yeah. I'm, you're your hardest critic, Mark. Yeah, I don't, but you do. I don't, but I also tell myself when I think something's really good, you'll hear me say, well, I, did, I thought I did good on that. That's true. That's fair. That's but, fair. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was, that I felt like it was bad. It just, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like we didn't complete things or something. It was my fault. I was, I had, I had so much coming in my brain, man. Just And, you know, and, and I, I think that's normal. Everybody told me it was, but it just didn't feel like I just, you know, boom, I nailed that. It didn't feel like that to me to the point where if everybody else wasn't really happy right there when it happened, I'd have been like, can we do that again? But it was like an hour, you know, Heck, it may have been more. It was a long time, but, um, but you know, of course I didn't because everybody else was like, Oh my God, that was great. Everything I was like, but just here, Right here, I didn't really feel that way. So, no, but nothing against anybody. I loved Chris to death. It was on me. But every, I, let's put it this way: it's one of the few things I've ever done that I didn't watch back. I have never watched it back. You just knew how you felt in the moment. But I was there. I was there. So I ain't got to watch it back. You know what I'm saying? But I always watch to learn something, to not say something again maybe say something else. And, and, and to be honest with you, 90% of that reason is because I'm, I'm just so busy. We shot that like at midnight after I've been at rehab all day, you know? So it was after a big, long, full day and you think, yeah, let's knock it out. But I think not being rested maybe, and just knowing he was a big wig and a big deal. And I just, I don't know, man, I just didn't feel real closure with it, but, I, I mean, I gained so much respect from Chris Von Bleet, bro. He's such a powerhouse. Great. 
good looking guy. Really loved him to death. I just he's a know. class act. He really comes in like no attitude. I'm like you, like you know, and he really approached it really well. And that's where part of the thing is, Mark, you have so many stories, so many ideas. It would take 500 hours to get what's in your head out. And we don't, that's part of why we have a wrestling docuseries, the real Mark Bagwell. So we can pick one or two topics and we right. can really dissect it because today we're covering a lot of stuff, but usually we only cover like one thing because right. there's so much to talk about it. Yeah. Now from Chris, I would say to you now, you're going to get this question time and time again. I know you will. And I know you're going to ask yourself and you said that ultimately, you know what? Like we always talk about, there's lovers, there's haters. It's good. There's the, that's the world. It's okay. But we know the people that love you and the people that care about you and sit down. They're the ones that said to you, Mark, you got to do this. If they sat down with you, DDP sits down with you and Steve and, and your niece, and they say to you, Mark, you know, when we get to day 100 and 150, let me ask you, this is time number five. Why is this time going to be different? What do you feel about that? Chris asked me this, I think, too. It may not have, I can't remember totally, but it's a great question. God, I want to, and I want to think about it a little bit because it's such a great question. Um, the reason it's going to be different this time. Why is it going to be different? Um, the main, there's there several reasons. There's several reasons why this is going to be different. The reason it's going to be different this time coming out of rehab and being a better person in life is, but one of the things majorly is, it was the first time I I really took it in uh, at rehab, like I'm supposed to take it in. I went to get clean for me. Um, yeah, it was intervention. But keep in mind, I could have said, I ain't going. Do whatever the hell y'all want. I ain't going. But I, I went. And I went with arms wide open, bro. I mean, I went in. And but Black Bear, when I got there, I couldn't poke holes in it. Like I said, I couldn't poke no holes in it. So I decided to really learn. So it was a few steps. It was a three or four day pinnacle there that I had to, that I wasn't sure which way I was going to go. Was I going to really dive in or was I not going to give a, and it just the way they, way they schedule it, man, it's pretty hard not to get in and go because they just, they, 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 you got this sheet that you got to level up. You got to get them signed off. And it's just a way, it's a rhyme to the reason. And so Black Bear would be one of my things. Black Bear Recovery would be the number one thing of why it's different this time. But also a reason is, like I said, me going, you know, for me this time. I'm, I went for me this time. I didn't go for my wife. I didn't go for my family. I didn't go to get them off my back. I went and started doing school and listening and had notes and stuff and learned because it was, I'm 52, man. It's different because of my age. It's different because of the rehab I went to. It's different because of what I'm going to lose this time. It's different because the things that are on the line for me, it's just time. It's just so ridiculous how much time I have wasted on getting better. And I just don't want to waste no more lifetime value. I got so much more valuable life left and I just don't want to waste a minute of it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And I got totally different. And I got to tell everyone out there, you know, our, building our friendship and our brotherhood over the last year 
And even before that, you know, I always kept tabs on your career and your life. I I have never in the past 15 plus years, I've never seen you this focused speaking in this manner. Like it's like you literally evolved into an, into a different person, but it's you. Like, it's like yes. you said, at some point you have that breaking point in age where you're saying, I got to go to that plateau. I got to go to a different level now. And it's like, it's gone off because you, 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 you they didn't take you kicking and screaming. You've accepted you're, you're embracing this stage now and you're excited right. about it. And I love that. Yeah. And I want to yeah. send out a clear message to the fans because there's a lot of very heartfelt messages, Mark. And they're saying to you, Literally from change or die, we don't want to see you leave us. We want you here forever. We love your energy. You inspire us. You entertain us. And they love you so much. To those fans out there, what message can we send them out today? Man, just don't don't give up on, you know, on Marcus Bagwell. You know, and, and nobody, it seems like nobody has, but I really don't want to lose anybody throughout this walk. And I promise to all my fans and friends that this is the real deal this time. I'm really going to be, you know, there may be even a little fraction of my walk where I was the little boy that cried wolf, but, but not really. Um, there was always things that happened to make me think, damn it, if that would have happened, I maybe could have got clean, you know, if I would have. So, I'm not being my, there's no beating up. There's no regrets here. It just, I'm telling you, just stick with me and know that Marcus Bagwell is going to come out of this with flying colors, man. And we're going to look back on this date of even the date of August 27th. And we're going to look at that in this lap. Like, can you believe that? I mean, you know, and, and it's going to be a wonderful journey that, uh, that ends with, nothing but just happiness in my life. And I want all my fans to be part of it because I've lost a lot, but I'm not, there's nothing we can do about that. There's nothing I can do or nothing nobody can do. You've got to look at what's forward and you've got to embrace, like you said, embrace it. And just like my changeover of my hair and my goatee and stuff, I've embraced this fully um, to the point of just, I'm going to let my whole hair go gray. And I love it. I um, it is the point of, you know, being Mark Bagwell now. I, I you know, you know, you know, protein drinks and food, healthy foods and stuff like that. That's 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 Mark Bagwell. You know? But the stuff of prescription medicines and I mean, I'm even trying to get my medicines that I'm taking for like blood pressure and you know uh, for my heart. I take medicines mm-hmm. from my heart. Um, I'm even trying to cut those down. So, you know, just so I don't have to take medicines of any kind. I don't want no kind of medicines in me. And I've got to take a heart medicine for the rest of my life. Um, because during my sleep apnea thing, when I was younger, um, I did damage my heart a little bit. I had atrial fibrillation, but I got shot back to rhythm in 2007. And AFib is just your heart don't beat evenly. Um, and so they just go, they mean, you literally go in and you get you get cardioverted is what they call it and i got cardioverted and you can do it three times in one session but i came back on the very first so but still i asked the doctor well how long do i gotta take this medicine he said how long do you want to live and i was like gotcha so i take that but besides that you know there's not many medicines i have to take but i do want to try to i'm trying to come off everything so i just don't i want to i just want to be clean 
And I've done so well at it that you go to the next stage. So just know that I'm fighting for myself like that. And again, just, I love all everybody and my fans and just, just stick with me, man. Cause I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it right. And we talked about manifestation and I told you that I manifested you with Dallas, but when I manifested it, I didn't know what it would look like. I had a different image of how I thought it would be, but it came to be. You manifested something very important. The entire time we've been speaking from day one, you always said to me, 2022 is going to be your year. It is your year, but not the way you expected it to go. But it no. is. it did turn out to be your year. It did. It really did. Think about it. I mean, I, I'm going, I mean, I ended this year with, and I'm going to end it with being, you know, four months complete sober and clean and going to 2023. I mean, <laughs> you know, just kicking butt, man, I'm going to do it. So I just, I'm just so excited and I'm really excited about recovery. I, I just, I just know that if people, I mean, we're, me and Steve have got so many ideas. Um, I mean, like just going up to having a camera crew and just pulling up to maybe seeing somebody at the corner with one of those help me signs or God, you know, or need money, you know, hungry, all that, just getting out with a camera crew and interviewing the guy, taking him to, taking him to lunch and, and, and interviewing him and asking him, you know, what's, what's going on with you? How can we help you? And Steve even said, I love it. He goes, but we can't save everybody. I said, well, let's at least just try it. And that's where yeah. I wanted to ask you, what is the evolution of Mark Bagwell? You know, when we started and we met, it was Buff Bagwell, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, and it evolved to the real Mark Bagwell. And we've been watching this in the docuseries before our eyes. Looking forward to 2023 for your fans. Can you give them a little bit of a glimpse of where you see it going and what, what you have going on in your mind as far as... Uh, 20, I, yeah, yeah. 20, 2023 is going to be just... Um, a lot of, uh, of my recovery, I'm going to have, we're going to, we're going to have an extension on the performance center. Um, and it's going to be, uh, a, a, for my, it's going to be my recovery and we're going to have AA meetings, um, have Lex coming by and Jake and, um, you know, myself and just Raven, um, will be coming in and just, you know, just have, have like a Zoom meeting. I'm not sure what we're going to call the name of it because every, every AA meeting's got a name. And it's always a pretty cool name, but I, I'll come up with something. Wolfpack or, and I don't know, something I'll come up with, of course. But it'll be something cool. But it'll be, you know, it'll be a great recovery place that, that we're going to do, you know, workouts and diets and, um, and AA meetings and NAs meetings and just really focus on the recovery thing because I just see myself, Jonathan, I see myself talking in front of a extremely big audience. And there really, and years ago, there wasn't this kind of a idea of a big audience. There was the idea of an auditorium full. Well, this is the way of millions of people right here, millions of people right here, millions. And I could be in front of it on a camera and talking to millions of people sharing my recovery and making, helping people get sober and being better and, and being clean and having a better life and the way I did it and how did I do it and let them see how I did it and let them, I might not be the complete answer, but let me help you get the complete answer because I do know a lot about recovery. I've been in it for several years. 
I'm an addict. I'm a recovering addict. I'm not recovered. Um, and, um, and I don't ever think nobody says recovered, you know, cause we're constantly recovering. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It, to me, it's a very good thing. Um, I'm recovering and that's okay. And I, and I'm, like I said, I've embraced that and made it okay. So, you know, just, I'm so pumped for 2023 for, for me, for my fans, for everything, just what's coming because I've got the world at my fingertips at the PC and with Dallas's team ahead of me, I, there's just no stopping me to doing what we want to do. My cameos have picked up. My bookings are picking up. Um, you know, please go. I can get this out. Go to Marcus Buff Bagwell at gmail.com. That's on my Facebook, Twitter page and all that. That's, that's the way you book me or get in touch with me. Marcus Buff Bagwell at gmail.com. And um, please, you know, come to it. And, you know, that's um, Marcus Buff Bagwell.com is my website. So you can go through all those and check them out. My website's going to get really big in 2023. I'm going to have, start having a lot of stuff on that more. This It's a lot better. Um, I'm going to really start diving into my social media more in 2023. So that that's going to be Instagram, Facebook, um, um, Twitter, Twitter. All, all the good stuff. Uh, all that. I'm going to dive headfirst into all that. And I'm going to learn how to type. I, I got an A in high school as a senior in typing. I was the only senior at Sprayberry High School to pass the final exam in typing. <laughs> in mine, and they were called, it was called keyboarding, and we, it was the typewriter. It was actual, I mean, a typewriter. Me too, me too. And, and, and there was one computer at Sprayberry High School. I remember that. One. How about your school? Uh, no, we had like 30 typewriters. So, okay. yeah. No, no, no. I, I said computer. Oh, computers. No, no. Even computers at the time, there was like 20 computers, but those were the first, ah. first, first Macs. I can tell you this, and this is the honest God truth. In 1988, there was one. One. And it was in the library. No offices, no rooms, no classes. One. And it was in the library. And that's crazy, but that's the truth. And I mean, this is back in the day where it just, it just was, it was wasn't there, you know? And uh, I mean, the first computer I owned was when I was rich. So that would have been 1997. I had a computer in my house. I told you the story. It was this big. It was huge. And it was on my desk in my, in my basement of my big home I had. And uh, I was like, I said, so this is a computer? And everybody's like, yeah, this is it, man. Ain't it cool? And I went, so I've told you this story before, I think. But I said, so on this box, I can be anybody I want to be. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And I go, it'll never make it. And boy, I was wrong. I was just as wrong as you. I said the typewriter is time tested and true. The computer is not going to last. I was wrong. I said, There's no way. I said, that's just. I, and keep in mind, when I dove in at first on my social media, before I went to Black Bear, there was 25 Buff Bagwell Facebooks. 25. And there's, and there's nothing you can do about it. And because of those things, I thought there's no way the society of America or the world will allow that. And I was freaking wrong. They did allow it. And buddy, 
they, it was just ridiculous to me, but they allowed it. And and that's where I see the future now. You know, you're going to be typing and being more active on social media, which is great. I loved when you were doing the motivational, daily motivationals. I think that was a really great one. We'd love to see that again. And, I to- and I've said it many times, Billy Corgan, NWA, I think that'd be a great fit as well. There's going to be wrestling organizations that are going to be reaching out because you're always going to have this association with wrestling. That's a given. When I summed up the last line, Mark, when I was going to say where I see you going in 2023, you almost took the words out of my mouth. Spreading the good word, positivity, inspiring others. And I can see you before crowds and telling your story because you keep it real. You don't sugarcoat it. And that'll inspire the youth. That'll inspire others to live the best life that they can live. Absolutely. Where did I do my daily um, motivational speaks? So you were putting those up. There was on you. I saw them on Instagram and there was also on YouTube. Okay. So those were excellent. Really good with those. Those were great because you just had a positive message you come on for 30 seconds to a minute and you share your daily thoughts. I love those. And I was begging you to bring those back. Let's bring them back in 2023 because people love positive work. I absolutely am. Mark Bagwell, as we promised everybody, you're back. You're better than ever. You took the time today. We really appreciate that. And next time, we'll probably be seeing Cousin Jerry Hood again. The three of us are going to swap stories. And it's great to have you back in the driver's seat, man. And uh, the fans are saying lots of love. And the future is bright as always. Hey, guys. I really, really, Jonathan, I, I want to thank you for having me on. Can't wait to keep doing with the, with the docuseries here. I think it's great. Um, I just want to just, you know, just want to thank you again for doing everything and, you know, just, just know that I'm hundred percent committed and I am instantly going to start doing the motivational speaks again on, on, um, whatever we were doing. I think it was Instagram as well. I believe Instagram, yes. Yeah. So I'm just, I've been, I've been, I've had a, such a busy schedule and getting my brain back really focused on everything that it's, you know, you got to make it about your sobriety, um, and that's why they say that that's why the percentage goes up so much of staying in rehab for the full like 120 kind of days, 90 to 120 from even from 90 to 120. It's another huge number on how much you actually uh, stay sober. So I'm, I'm really going to probably end up doing 120 days. I'm on I'm on day like 76 of 90 and 90, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that back. I'm on like. 50 something no let be whatever whatever minus 30 i'm on 40 something of 90 meetings in 90 days when you get out right. that's the three things that are the biggest when you get out it's 90 and 90 um a sponsor and um let's say 90 and 90 a sponsor I can't remember the third one, man. It was beating my head. But we've talked about it so much today. But 90 and 90, sponsor. And I can't remember what the third one is, but it's a higher, it's a very high success rate. But I got, I'm doing all three, whatever it is. I think it's just, I think it's just aftercare. Aftercare. The aftercare, yes, that makes sense, yes. Yeah, that's it. It's the 90 days aftercare. It's the 90 meetings and 90 days and having a sponsor. And I'm, I'm doing all three. And that is the highest success rate of staying clean and sober that you can get. And so I'm doing what I was taught. I'm using my tools. I'm happy. I'm in a good place. And I just glad I was able to share 
all this with everybody today and just look out for Mark Bagwell in 2023. And we look forward to seeing you back many more times and hearing the stories and for the motivation. And Mark, wishing you all to love, buddy. And we'll see you back real soon. I'm buff and I'm still the stuff. And that shirt's still melting off your body. It is. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you.